<laughs> spread what? How does that get in you? I mean, I've asked, my, I've asked that question a couple times. Yeah, I've answered it. <laughs> Why do you have to stare me in the eyes? Just make eye contact. Yeah, why are you making eye contact? Well, I have to get irritated, and the fastest oh, way to do that is to look, make eye contact with anyone. Marcus, yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyone. anyone. I just have to <laughs> okay. look into anyone's eyes, and I can see the evil they've done in their life. Is that, that's like the Ghost Rider. Yeah, except it hurts you and not me. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to And Another Thing. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk and everyone wins right hopefully especially you the listener right i'm brendan i'm brian and i'm still vargas man what a day what a fun day so far it's been good it's yeah. been a bros day it has been a bros day there's been a movie had there's been pizza consumed yeah now we're drinking some beers now we got some beers in us that's good to hear um so yeah so we just got back from Hobbs and shaw we're gonna try to not talk as much about it today we're not gonna talk about it at all right you'll hear about it next monday right, right. correct so we, we got we got to see another movie first and then we can we can talk more about it but but yeah it was a movie. It was, sure was a movie. There was so much movie in that movie. There was a lot of movie. Things yeah, happened. Movie. People talked. Samoans. It was really great. But there wasn't a lot of talking. <laughs> there was a lot of yelling <laughs> and fighting. Yeah, he did go to Samoa. Yes. That was fun. He right. did. And yeah. your favorite actor in it was in it. Oh, yeah. There was a dude that looked like Jason Momoa, but I didn't know his name. So in my head, I kept calling him Jason Samoa, <laughs> <laughs> which is only a little racist. Just, well, racial. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, racial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be his off-brand CVS superhero. Yeah, that's what I said. Like yeah. his, the box <laughs> on his <laughs> Chinese doll would say Jason Samoa. Yeah. The, the, the aqua dude. Aqua Avenger. <laughs> yeah, the aqua Avenger. Well, Jason Samoa was actually Roman Reigns, the wrestler. Um, yeah. He recently fought leukemia a while ago. So For the belt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he knocked him out. Oh, man. Really <laughs> I'm not going to say that's the worst joke that's ever been made on this podcast, but that's the worst good. joke that's ever. No, no, no. Brennan's joke was very good. <laughs> no, it was. It was. <laughs> anyway, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, as you two know, because I texted you vigorously during uh-huh. my experience, right? I finally lost my virginity. <laughs> Man, <laughs> how no, I, we've I've, been fighting for this for I so know. long. I finally saw Endgame. Oh, Yay! It came God, out uh, digitally, and I bought it because you can't rent it yet. Right. But I finally watched it from the comfort of my own home. Right. While well, we both text you, oh. how'd you feel about Endgame? It was so good. It was very good. Now the only complaint I had, I told, oh. I believe, you know, I get both of you mixed up. Yeah. Was the editing thing? No. Oh. The be- I think I told Brennan, now that you don't know what I'm talking about, yeah. that the, the beginning <laughs> before like even the uh, Avengers title oh, scene yeah, came on yeah. is that it felt very disjointed. I think part of that was that uh, Infinity War was so far removed from my viewing right. and my memory. Because as the only time you saw an Infinity with you War guys. with us. Yes, and right. that was it. Right. Um, but so, yeah, because it that starts... That was like six or seven years ago. Yes, right? correct. In Brian time, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, so it starts, and uh, it does a little scene, and then it goes to Tony Stark in space. I don't even remember what the little... I think Hawkeye. it may be the Hawkeye scene. Yes. Yeah, with his family so I was, like, I was like, oh, we're getting to the snap. Okay. All right, that's fine. And then we go straight to, to Tony Stark in space, and it's just like, uh, all right. And then they show... They do a little montage and show the passage of time. Right. Um, but it, it, the, whole, the whole first 15 minutes, I guess, just felt a little bit out of place. 
Right. But again, I guess they had to do that to remind people what's going on a little bit. Basically, yeah. Um, but man, the movie itself, woo, buddy. Is incredible. And, and do you see now why we, you kept asking us repeatedly, yeah. where would we rank it in MCU? And we were like, that it's such a hard movie to rank because it's such a big event payoff movie. Yes. That I like, understand now that it does not seem like a movie. Yeah, right. It's three hours of just... Extreme experience. payoff and, and experience, yeah. And I had to get, I listened to the podcast. Uh, you guys ever heard this podcast <laughs> and another thing? It's really good. <laughs> My two friends are on it. You should check oh, it yeah. out. We, the, the one about, where you left. I had to leave. And it <laughs> right. was talked about Endgame and I listened to that right afterwards. So oh, that's cool. I recommend everyone doing that if they're watching or renting Endgame for right. the first time. Go back and listen to right. that episode. Yeah. I, yes. I, I watched it last night as well and goddamn. It's an experience. Brian asked me. After he watched it, right. he's like, what's your favorite scene? And I was like, you know what my favorite scene was. And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. I was like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Like, how many times have I talked on this podcast? Right. Brennan, what was my favorite scene? Captain America, Mjolnir. That was my favorite scene. That felt like a setup. <laughs> that was that, that scene, because I talked about, I think on Twitter on here, whichever one, both are the same now. Time is just a flat circle. Yelling into yeah. the ether. Yeah. Correct. Of... um. I, I don't usually cheer or yell or clap during movies because I'm not like the other flipper people. Yeah, it's not like a plane planet. just landed. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a, a waitress <laughs> just dropped the place. Yeah. It's not worth clapping. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, whenever Mjolnir started to move, I got very antsy and tingly. And then whenever it's Brendan tingle, my Brendan tingle. And then when Cab has the hammer in his, I was like, oh my. And then that's whenever I like, I was like, yeah. yes. Stood up and finished, and then I did. <laughs> it was, See, it, I was able to do that from the comfort of my... I, I could audibly be like, right. oh, fuck yeah! And no one... Well, Bella looked at me. Yeah. Right. I mean, sure, she always looks at you. But the scene where um, uh, Captain Marvel had the gauntlet and she was going to take it, they're like, how are you going to get a Peter? Like, oh, how are you yeah. going to get across that? And then all the female badasses were like, she'll be okay. Yeah. That that was incredible. There's Man. we could probably just go through right now and just list like every and then scene. This meeting and then talk, this scene was and then this time. I really like then this happened. Yeah. When yeah, Professor right. Hulk gives Ant Man tacos, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 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 Paul Rudd interacting with Ant uh, I felt like most of that scene was improv from Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> probably. It was very funny. Yeah. Um but yeah. I'm yes. So I'm fine. I'm glad I finally watched. I still have to watch Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Right. And, um, and Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man 2. But right. I don't think I lost anything by not watching those beforehand or, or watching at least Captain Marvel beforehand. No, you, I no. mean, there's some like filler stuff. And it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah I liked I, it a lot. I look forward to watching it. And it's available to rent. So yep. after you guys leave, I might do that. Nice. nice. You should. In the comfort of your own home. Yes. Where I can pause and go to the bathroom at any time I wish. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Instead of peeing for 10 minutes after Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> did you cry? Did you get Hobbs mis- and Shaw? Did you get Misty? I, with how badass oh, it was. Oh my God. There were, now you guys know this about me that sort of my feelings are just on my sleeves. Mm-hmm. And when I don't wear sleeves, you don't have feelings. Right. <laughs> I had really long sleeves on because <laughs> I think every act of the movie made me yeah. misty at least twice. Rewatching it in like all the connections and reconnections, there's like little moments throughout the whole movie that made me like, oh, you know. I think the one that got me the most was. Oh, fuck. I'm just going to start now. <laughs> it was Peter hugging oh, Tony. Oh, whenever he comes whenever back. He came back. You know. uh, and then Tony's just in shock and then just hugs him. Yeah. And anytime Tony before, like the whole 
plan came to fruition. Right. Anytime he would look at something that reminded him of Peter yeah. or a picture of Peter, I was just like, ah, oh, oh yeah. Just wait until you see Far From Home because that is the culmination and yeah. like the end of that story point, and it's phenomenal. When does remind me again when Far From Home takes place? Uh, in the, minutes in, after Endgame, not really. But no, it takes place after. like a like a like a couple months after or something yeah. like that. Like not too far after. I think I know what you're, I, I was here when you guys were talking about. Right. I think I I know what you're talking about. Is the happy the happy scene? The well, scene with happy well too, I talked about throughout the whole movie. Like Tony is referenced, Iron Man's reference. Like they, there's like his face is posters everywhere. and billboards yeah. in like every in every European city or place. That and the, which to. makes more sense now. There's Tonys everywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, so coming off of Endgame and experiencing what we just experienced mm-hmm. in the movie theater. Yeah. I would like to dive into you guys <laughs> on your personal views and expectations of what makes a movie good. Everybody on the internet has a hot take whenever a movie comes out. They want to give their own bullshit. And they should save it for their podcast. They should absolutely 100%. save it for their podcast. So what in your minds makes a good movie? Now, what I would specifically bring up to kind of kick us off here is, Brendan, you saw Attila Alita? Alita Battle Alita Angel. Alita Battle Angel. Battle Angel. With your dad, right? And, and mother, yes. With your, with your parents. Mm-hmm. And you... You and your dad walked out of the same movie with starkly different responses. Correct. Yep. Um, yes. So we saw a little bad angel. But, yep. And uh, I was familiar with the manga it's based on and things like that. The the manga in the comic book series it's based on is very very good. It's very intense, very fun, very gory, very like dark. Um, and from what I know from the manga is that like they basically took like a whole series and run of it. And distilled it into like a two-hour movie, which I think partly it didn't work for that for many, for that reason like alone. And then two, there's like a love scene. There's a love thing in the movie which didn't work at all. There's things that happen that just don't make any sense. Like my mom and I still laugh to this day of a scene at the end of the movie where a character has no arms or legs. He's just a head and a torso, and he's just like just laying on something. And, and Alita yells at him, "Don't move!" <laughs> and it's like what the fuck is he going to do? Like blink? You know what I mean? Like roll away. Yeah. So it's just like a bunch of little stuff. It's, it's so eye rollingly just like, okay, like just let's move on. You know, you could tell there's a lot of like love in it and things like that, but they try to jam pack too much. Like I, I think I said my mom, like we were all talking, my mom, my parents and myself after the movie. And like, I think it would have been a way better movie if they would have cut out the entire love portion of the movie. Cause it just doesn't work like at all. It takes away from between Alita, Alita and, the, and the guy and young Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. right. Because he wears scarves. Yeah, and head headbands like Robert Rodriguez, but <laughs> but no cowboy hat. Yeah, correct. But he does wear the leather jacket and like yeah. dystopian. Sounds like a badass. Yeah, let me tell you. I, I guarantee. I like. I listened to something or watched something where someone said that actor who I've never seen before in anything walked into the audition dressed like that, and Robert Rodriguez was like, "Fuck yeah, bro, get in here." <laughs> Um, but you could have cut out the entire love, like the, love story, the whole yeah. relationship and love story and not missed anything at all. Cause ultimately like it's just pointless. And, and, uh, whereas my dad, like he re- recently rewatched it and he loved it the first time, but he rewatched, he saw, he had the gumption to watch it the second time <laughs> and the patience, you know, the patience to watch it the second time. And he was just like, and I get it. My dad is the type of guy who comes out of comic book movies liking them, but also like, but the comics did it this way. He's that type of guy. And my dad, like as long as it's enjoyable, 
he will he likes it. Like he there's many bad movies that he just loves or likes. And again, I it's so subjective, but I think on many different levels from it, it like from a story writing perspective, from acting perspective, like Elite, it just doesn't work on a lot of different levels. So And I think Vargas and I are very similar in our views of movies that they're the main job is to entertain the audience, right? Basically. It doesn't have yeah. to be a life-changing, perfectly written yeah. movie that hits you in the feels right. while making you it, laugh. And, and there is a difference you. between a movie and a cinema. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So and yeah. so I, th- I think as long as I go into a movie and I'm not just like eye-rollingly bored right. and like looking at my watch and stuff, which right. is a different category for everyone, right? I think it's a, it's a fine movie. Correct. That doesn't mean I'll buy it. That doesn't mean I'll watch it again. But I think if I'm entertained enough to the point to actually like mm-hmm. want to see what happens next, right. I think it's it works and, as a and movie. And that's what like Robert Rodriguez because James Cameron has been trying to make Elite a Battle Angel for years. That that was his I, like I heard pet he, project. I heard that James Cameron when he passed it to Rodriguez gave him six hundred pages of notes. Yeah. Like, and was like, make this movie. Yeah. James Cameron, like, <laughs> Jesus. he basically said, like, a long time ago, he wanted to make this movie, like, in the 90s yeah. and didn't have the technology to make it. Like, the technology, the CGI just wasn't there. So he moved on to Avatar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he created the technology yeah. to make it. And then he didn't have the time because he's filming four other Avatar sequels and gave it to uh, Robert Rodriguez. Um, but you, his hands are all over. You could, it feels like a James Cameron movie a lot of the time. Um, but they're, they're, they want like in a perfect world, they want to make more. And I think that's the mark of it. I have no desire to see any more Alita battle angel movies, like none at all. You know, that, that to me, that denotes like I have no interest <laughs> in this movie because it didn't grab me whatsoever. But I know Vargas, not to shit all over this movie myself, but Vargas really likes Alita battle angel. I mean, <laughs> I, I think you're you love it. it. Say it. You I, love it. Say it. It was, say it. My, you love it. it was my favorite movie of whatever day it came out. <laughs> Yeah, you thought it was fine. Yeah, and and that was the, like I had for the first time ever. I had no familiarity with the source material. Oh yeah. So I walked out of it, obviously thinking like, yeah. man, it seems like they did a pretty good job adapting source material that I'm sure was hundreds, if not oh, thousands, yeah. of pages. Copious. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like and, yeah, yeah. Like you know, I got the gist of the story mm-hmm. and where a potential sequel will go. Oh yeah. And again, I walked out and I was like, Oh, that was cool. I, I'd watch more of that. Mm -hmm. I thought it got the job done and yeah, you know, the love story was kind of superfluous and kind of made you roll your eyes. And there were moments that, you know, didn't work and all that kind of stuff. But like that's present in any movie, you know, there are scenes in reservoir dogs that I don't like. There's, you know, whatever quote unquote better movies, but yeah. Uh, but on, on the scale of mm-hmm. good or bad one or the other, I thought it was a good movie. Right. And I think, I, I think, uh, the biggest, one of the biggest factors is, uh, the ability to suspend your disbelief and that's just oh, for yeah. any movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good movies make it easier for you to do that. Oh yeah. Um, because they don't present you with those outlandish things that, that pull people out of movies mm-hmm. and, and things. Yes, I'm referencing a specific thing that happened today <laughs> where The Rock held on to a helicopter. Oh, like I yeah. Captain America. Badass. And that's what's funny. Yeah, it wasn't, didn't pull me out. It pulled me in. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's funny. It's like, I saw so I kind of talk about this a little bit. Like, I wish the Fast and Furious movies would do more of that. Where it's like just, just lean in, just yeah, lean into the turn. Oh if yeah, you go there. But the, the latter <laughs> Fast and Furious movies have done that. Yeah, you know, like it's 
but like the, the scene that pulled me out of the movie the most oh and Brian God. knows like they're driving they're in this you know the secret evil villain lair yeah and <laughs> they've got a big hallway with like science things on both sides and they're driving like a dune buggy down the middle of this aisle and literally I was like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> <laughs> so what is the what is the thing that pulls you out of a movie easy? so for me the thing that'll pull me out quickest is just shitty dialogue itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the eye roll stuff. Yeah. So I could buy whatever I could buy rock stopping a train with his hands. Right. right? I can buy if he jumped or if he fell from a hundred stories and lived, it's like, okay, I'll be in this universe. I'll believe that. But as soon as somebody just says whatever dialogue poorly written and they poorly deliver it, I'm just like, fuck, what am I doing? What am I doing? Even technology. I believe in heart. <laughs> yes. Whatever the hell it was. I am immediately aware that I'm right. watching a movie <laughs> right. at that point. And it's very much a rah, rah, rah. So what is it like? What is it for you? Is it, is it more of like the rock falling from a hundred floors? No, like it could be because I'm familiar. I like, I've seen, <laughs> you know, not, you're going to not get. to brag. I've seen all the best first movies. I knew what to expect. Like, Whoa, I, save some pussy for I the rest know, of us. <laughs> um, and like I said, I, I like in fast and furious eight, there's a scene where they're racing across the tundra to chase a submarine and a, <laughs> A torpedo gets on top of the t- Arctic tundra, and the rock puts his hands on it and shoves it into another car. Like, yeah, like yeah. come on. I mean, I know what I'm going to get yeah, into. Yeah. Um, for me, what what like really takes me out of a movie is a lot of the time like the screenwriting and like the flow of a movie. So like if things like if the if, I noticed that in your reviews, if the pieces like don't connect or like there's no like and don't get me wrong, like there are some movies like. I'm trying to think like the raid, for example, I love the raid and the raid is basically about like these elite cops go into a building and they have to find the bad guy. That's it. Check out a previous episode of debates on town. Right. Um, in the no, raid, you're talking about dread <laughs> with Dominic. <laughs> <Cooper>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but for me, like a lot of time, like the justice league is a really good example of a movie that took me out of it so many times because you could feel so many people pulling it apart and trying to smush stuff back together. And it's just like, it's so disjointed and disconnected and there's nothing in it that like has like a really driving force for the narrative. And it's just like, what are we, I, I, I will find myself what really takes me out of a movie. If, and if I know it's like, a bad movie, like something we just saw, and I know what to expect, and it's like uh, I'm—I know what I'm strapped in for, I know what I'm getting. But, but if I'm, our hopes are high. But even if not hope, but even if I know that, like, but it, there could still be if this movie today, hypothetically, if there wasn't a really great driving force for like the action and like the the charming leads of the movie, then it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, yeah. it could fall apart very quickly. I was actually going to say the word that describes your reviews for bad movies the most. Mm-hmm. The one that I see you use the most on Twitter and stuff is yeah. disjointed. Right. So that's, uh, for you, that is a very big... Right. Yeah. And, and there are movies that are bad that I enjoy. There are movies that are bad that I don't enjoy. You know what I mean? And and that's what, like, something like um, another recent movie that I highly enjoyed is Venom. Even though the movie is not good, like, subjectively yeah. a good movie, it is, like, ball entertaining. so goddamn dumb and fun and, like, yeah. entertaining they like, I can, I can skate by it. Yeah. It's like, would I watch like a sequel to Venom with Tom Hardy jumping into a lobster tank improv ad lib? Yeah, why not? Like, of course I would. Like, why wouldn't I? Um, but it's, it's also, man, that movie could have gone south a hundred different ways. And it, it very, it was like, imagine a Hobbs and Shaw, like <laughs> yes, the, the scene, four car scene, the, right, four car right, scene right, where yes. the tires are barely grabbing onto the cliffside. That was, Venom. that was, Venom. <laughs> and then it hit the moonshine and then it hit the moonshine right and, and still, but but yeah, you, Vargas, what's, what's yeah. your, 
What's your biggest thing that takes I, you out? I think it's that, like, uh, most times, it's the stuff I talk about today, where it's like, I want, I just, the movie needs to go one direction or another. It needs to go, like, totally it over the to top. In, yeah. Or, or it needs to be, like, more based on, so, like, again, that scene with the dune buggy took me out of it, because it was like, who, in this movie, about these semi-futuristic soldiers. Why are you just driving a car down this hallway? But <laughs> I, I was thinking about it while Brandon was talking and I was like, but if they had like descended on a hover platform into that thing, mm-hmm. I probably would have not noticed it at all. Right, right. right. Because it kind of leans into the like weird, goofy sci-fi right, stuff. Right. So I don't know. And I'm, I think I'm more okay with those kinds of taking me out of the movie because it's like, Oh, that's totally ridiculous. But then you can just jump back in because <laughs> because there is like some sort of driving force keeping you hooked into the right. movie or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And there's so much about movies and things like that that are so subjective that I mean you can like break that's, yeah. You can break movies down technically and objectively and say like Shot for the, the, the editing team was bad, yes. the cinematography was bad, the the sound design was bad, like Music was awful. The characters, like the writing was, or the acting was super bad. But yeah, that's when, called the Razzies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where I get, that's where I guess it, it comes from is that if it's entertaining to yeah. anyone, it can be considered a good movie for sure. that person. Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, and, that, and that's what, like, I hate. Well, not hate. Like, I, I think there, I like what I like. And if people like stuff, like, I, I want to know why. Like, I want to understand why. But there's stuff, in my opinion, that's just like, just something like Justice League had just missed the mark. And we've talked extensively about the DCEU and I don't want to bring it up again because we might burn down this apartment, but uh, it's just like in movies that are a big misfire. It's like, man, you have all these stars that are starting to align and starting to get there. And then it's just like a big wide, you know, turn, I think. And, it, it's very frustrating, I think, you know, so. So what, what about you? What takes you out of a movie? Because I, I, start, well, I started right. by saying dialogue. Like when it's so campy yeah, or so poorly writing, written yeah. mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm like, I'm very aware that I'm watching person deliver lines. Yeah. Right. Well, that I'm. So a lot of times like a supervillain speech. Yeah, like give me an example. Because I don't think I've ever heard you say like, oh, I really didn't like that movie. I don't think I could name a movie you really don't like. Well, because like. I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, the sample size well, is so I, small. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I mean, the, uh, the biggest example that comes to mind is just one that is considered, is liked because of how bad it is. And that's Trolls 2. Right. Oh, with right, all like yeah. the, the sh- you're you're yeah. very aware. It's like watching a play, yeah. a bad play. You're right. very aware that you're watching people deliver lines. Like you, right. you understand. So I guess it does have to do with acting as well. Yeah. But yeah. you you are very aware that you are watching these people who memorized these lines. Correct. Yeah. They are not actors. Right. And, right? and like there there are bad scripts that are elevated by good acting, and then vice versa. There's great scripts and great writing that are de like not. Shown well great. by bad yes. acting. Yes. So I, I, I mean, I don't want to say bad writing takes me out of a movie because that makes you sound super pretentious yeah. and like, what the fuck are you writing, guy? But so I, it, I guess it's a combination of of poorly written dialogue. Not even right. like, yeah, it's actual dialogue with poor performances. Sure. I guess is the is yeah because you could you can have bad dialogue with a good performance and mm-hmm. vice versa. It doesn't seem bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, you could probably hand Leo any dialogue yeah. and he would be able to figure out how to deliver it. Right. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's the main thing. And again, like Brennan said, it's all, that's what I think everyone, here's a life lesson. Everyone <laughs> from me to you realize that when people say something is bad or good, they are simply stating right. their opinion. Correct. 
this, uh, I think the caveat is cancer. If someone says cancer is good, it's because they're a bad person. But most times... Or they might be talking about my the, astrology the, sign. Yeah, 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 right. Also, they would be a bad person if they're talking about <laughs> astrology to me. Uh, but, but yeah, that's what people, I think a lot of times they get super yeah. upset because they're like, no, that was a good movie. It's like, yes, you do think that's a good yeah. movie. That person thought it was a bad movie. Right, it's right. not a fact. So Yeah, and, and, and it's important to know too that the direction of a movie is very important too because the directors have yes. based off a script to have a vision in mind for like what they expect their actors to do, what, to, what everything will look like, et cetera, et cetera. So sometimes like, a com- like there's so many components to a movie that could go right. extremely wrong yes. and there are bad directors out there. It's, it's so amazing and mind blowing. That's just like, well, it's, it's amazing many... that movies get made period. Oh, yeah. right. 100%. Like with all of that stuff, all the red tape. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were talking earlier, but I mean, you look just the editing. We talked about editing and the editing process earlier and how there's this interesting little trivia fact about Endgame and how the writers who wrote affinity war and Endgame they basically talked about how, uh, Professor Hulk, that whole thing was going to be in Infinity War. And it was going to, it was basically going to be Bruce Banner was going to figure out his Hulk problem in Wakanda. And then Professor Hulk was going to be in the Wakandan battle. And then they realized, no, that just kind of takes too long for it to get there. So we're just going to put it in an end game. And it's so fascinating to see because um, you can see uh, that Professor Hulk, you know, because basically Mark Ruffalo is filmed dot-wise, you know, for motion capture for Hulk or whatever he's doing. And they basically just took his face and put it in the Hulk buster and, like, did all that stuff. Yeah, so you're you're changing the script, the story of the movie in editing. Like, literally, you change the whole story of the movie or this one character's story inside Uh, a movie. And arc, yes. Right, just just through the editing process. Right, just because you realize... Because they filmed Infinity War and Endgame together. Right. And as they're watching... A, a, a first edit or whatever yeah, they were doing. The dailies or whatever And realize, yeah, this yeah. isn't really going to work that well, so let's just move it to the second movie, which is mind-blowing. It's right. crazy to think. I think that's a mark of a, of a well-written movie yeah. that they could do that, and, yep. it's, and the, it still the rest works. of the movie it still is works. fine. Like, it yeah. still works yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, if you would have never known that trivia fact... I would have been fine. Yeah, you would have been fine. <laughs> How can you find us You can on, find You can internet. email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debatesontap. And you can find us on Instagram at debatesonpictures. Okay. I think we're good to go. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye.